This is the Pro Hockey West Report, brought to you by Toyota. Support the dealers that support hockey in your community, your next car. Desert Toyota in Tucson, Peterson Toyota in Fort Collins, Toyota of the Desert in Cathedral City, California, and Finlay Toyota in Las Vegas. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Find out how to go full Caesar. Visit Caesars.com for eligibility requirements. FedEx. Simplify your business shipping with FedEx, the official shipping company of Ice Time Hockey West. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, award-winning barbecue at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Visit us at jessieraysbarbecue.com. T-Mobile. Head to T-Mobile.com and see how you can lock in your rates forever. Jets Pizza, with six different crusts and countless toppings, let your imagination go wild. And by the Caesars Sportsbook app, an official partner of the NHL. The Pro Hockey West Report is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Stephen Marsh. Welcome in, hockey fans. Anywhere that may be listening to us tonight on the Podbean app, a very special The Pro Hockey West Report. Uh, 14 floors above the uh, Pacific Ocean, I can say, in Seattle, Washington. Scott Strandy with you here in Seattle. Sitting across the table from me, Stephen Marsh in Seattle. The vibrant city. He he brought it with him uh, by, let's see how to go. Car, plane, train. Um, somehow, Stephen Marsh is in Seattle. Stephen, how are you? How was the adventure? And how early did it start for you this morning? First of all, you, you and I are in the same room. <laughs> that doesn't happen too often these days. Not very often. <laughs> And it's New Year's Eve in Seattle. What a great, uh, great, great place to be. And we'll on both New Year's be Eve. too tired to do a thing. <laughs> and we got to be up early tomorrow as well. But uh, yeah, the day started at 3 a.m. this morning. Uh, got on the uh, airport about 4:30. Uh, got on the flight about 6. Had to go to Portland. That was the way the, the flight booking worked. Uh, got in a little bit of trouble there. Not, not too bad. But uh, and then a quick 30-minute flight from. Portland to Seattle, got off the plane. There's a there's a nice little rail that you can take into the town in the, where where the where the ballpark is. So that you get on that, and it was free because it was New Year's Eve weekend. So that was nice. Didn't have to pay for that, which is normally you have to. That took about forty minutes or so, and then I arrived at the had to walk a little bit from there to get to the uh, the ballpark. Uh, mixed around with all the the Seattle Seahawks fans and. Pittsburgh Steelers fans who were going to the uh, the football game, which is as we're doing this show is still going on right now, right across the street from where T-Mobile Park is at Lumen Field. Uh, so that's going on, and then uh, get to the ballpark, got my stuff, and got in there and uh, missed everything for the most part. But uh, but you were we snuck you some dinner. We we did get, I did get some food, which was nice, and uh, and then you and I got a chance to to you know we. we we do these shows, but we don't see each other too often. We're always remote. We're always, uh, you're always in California lately, and uh, of course I'm in Vegas, so it's nice for me to... Okay, so let me recap for people. <laughs> you drove your car, you got in an airplane. No, I didn't drive my car. I got, oh. I got, I took an Uber to the okay. airport. He got an Uber to the airport, so he got a ride to the airport <laughs> in a car. He took an airplane, he landed, he took a train, and then he used his feet to finally make it to T-Mobile Park. It, yes, folks. It's a baseball stadium ah. of which we were going to be at for the Winter Classic tomorrow between the Seattle Kraken and the Vegas Golden Knights. So, And then there was you, Scott, that drove 
how many hours over the last two days? 18 hours. <laughs> but we're not going to talk about that. It's 18 hour drive. Anyway, and graciously enough to have uh, relatives put us up in a very oh. beautiful uh, uh, cabin. I guess you call it on the shores of Puget Sound. I think there you go and somewhere over there. Anyway, so that's an upgrade for some of your your establishments uh, yeah, lately. <laughs> very thankful for that opportunity as well. So our executive producer tonight, uh, getting a few hours off and enjoying the time with some family. Well, we do the work here at the uh, Hilton Garden and, Inn. And how about sun in Seattle today? Yeah, how'd that work? I, I I'm just like. I must have brought the sun with me. I mean, uh, maybe that was it. You are the ray of sunshine. <laughs> anyway, so um, maybe the golden nights are the ray of sunshine. So today know. we had a chance to do uh, a little preview stuff. I got most of it done. Yeah, yeah, uh, while you were on your on my way, way here. Yeah. Here. Um, so before we get started, we've got some clips from the the Vegas Golden Knights and from the Seattle Kraken players and coaches as they met the media today. Um, I think you'll gather a common theme from what you're going to hear from the players. It's about fun. It's about family. It's about the experience. And they got practices in, too. Got to build for the ice, too. But guess what? It's about two points. Tomorrow, I think uh, Coach Cassidy and Coach Haxall both said when the puck drops at uh, 1227, I think somebody said. <laughs> I did. I did. I actually, that was a part I, I actually got to hear live. I made it in there in time for t towards the end of the Seattle crack in the podium stuff and uh yeah Haxtell comes up there coach Dave Haxtell and talked about it. he he seemed pretty serious about you know like like this this is a this is a game that they want to win okay um so uh, before we get into that we got a few minutes just to discuss the winter classics I know you've been doing the research so how did we get to T-Mobile Park in Seattle Washington Stephen with a January 1 uh winter classic event well, if people are not familiar with the uh, the Winter Classic, it's obviously the premier event that the NHL does uh, around this time of year, New Year's Day. Uh, it started in 2008, of course, the very first one, which was at Ralph Wilson Stadium in uh, in Buffalo between the Sabres and the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. And you're talking 2008, so I believe Sidney Crosby was still playing. Was about twenty at the time. So just imagine, <laughs> just how long this thing has been going on. It had fourteen of these. A couple of years they, it's been every year except for a couple of years. Obviously, the one year during the pandemic where they did, they didn't do one, and then then there was the uh, the year of the lockout, which delayed it. But um, you know, it's mostly been held in, in football, uh, you know, baseball stadiums, uh, some football stadiums. You're talking venues like Wrigley Field, Fenway Park, which was last year's, and then in two thousand nine, so it's had a uh, 2010, so it's had it a couple of times. The biggest uh, crowd for a game was the one in Michigan Stadium, as as people, football fans may know, the, the big house, as it's known, University of Michigan Stadium in Ann Arbor, Michigan. 105,491 people there. We will not that see that tomorrow. We will not see that to be, and it will be a little bit warmer than it probably was that, for that game. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that was uh, that was really, really cool. And, of course, last year it was in uh, – it was in uh, Fenway Park. It's been in Notre Dame Stadium, so that was that was cool. Uh, but yeah, and this year it's in T-Mobile Park, and what's significant about that is it's the first time that the Winter Classic event. Now we've had here on we've had Stadium Series games that's separate, and there, there's they've started to do more of these outdoor games, not just the one a year, because more teams have wanted to kind of have these experiences. But the Winter Classic's the premier one that's on New Year's Day or the second if the New Year's is on a Sunday. But anyways, mostly on the first. But uh, it's. It's uh, it's the first time it's on the West Coast, and and what's cool about it, of course, we'll, we'll get into. It's the two newest teams in the NHL, the Seattle Kraken, who you know it's still fairly new in the NHL. So is the Golden Knights, and they're seventh season. And 
the other the other storyline of this too is the Golden Knights come in as the defending champs too, which is always kind of kind of cool too. And we've seen that with some of these other matchups where you know these are these are usually set a year in advance, and then that team so happens one of the teams so happens to win the cup, and so it makes it a little more intriguing when you have the defending champs participating in something like that, as we'll see tomorrow with the Golden Knights taking on the uh, the Kraken. You uh, are hundred percent correct on everything that you said. The uh, the beauty of this one is you. You think about it from the fan perspective, Stephen. A lot of fans like to see the snow and the cold weather and watch these professional athletes suffer like they used to, like I used to, playing Not uh, outdoor hockey <laughs> <Not me. laughs> in northern Minnesota. I'm, I'm right. happy. I didn't want to. I'm happy with this. It's a little, I'm complaining this is cold. There's been some really cold winter classics in the yeah, history. So this one, uh, yeah. if the temperature holds as predicted, it's about 48 degrees at puck drop. Yeah. Um, not bad. And this uh, is going to be a little bit different than the one at – uh, Lake Tahoe, which wasn't a Winter Classic, but that was the outdoor yeah. game that Golden Knights participated in. And, and this, they started that game in the afternoon. There was uh, some sun issues there. So it was, you talk uh, about uh, baseball and rain delays. There was a long sun delay in that game and had to finish that game. And I don't think that'll happen here. No. They do have a roof, they're, they're the retractable roof. And there's not a lot of sun here in Seattle, although there is some sun today. But. Yeah, actually. But then there might be some sun tomorrow, too. So anyway, that's the uniqueness part of this. It will not be... It'll be much more competitive game, I think, because the ice surface will be pretty good, I believe, and the teams obviously will be there, and the weather conditions, I don't believe we're going to favor one team or other. A couple things that will be uh, issues, and the, the players you'll hear, the coaches talked about it, um, the depth perception, being in a baseball park, the seats are way, way away from the rink. And the goaltenders especially talked about what it would be like. They, they see the puck very well at dasher level, but above the dashers and the glass, it gets more difficult. If it goes above the glass, uh, they're now looking at distant seats. And if it goes higher than that, a high flip-in, for example, they're looking into sky. So uh, it's going to be a little bit of a challenge for that. The other thing that was mentioned today and talked about a lot was the uh, not necessarily the ice surface, but the puck tending to stick a little bit. Um, that can come from a number of reasons. One that I didn't think about until uh, Bruce Cassidy told us today was that uh, the humidity outside could play a role on that. Because we know the pucks are frozen uh, and kept in a bucket, you know, to, to, when they get a new one. Uh, and they tend to slide very well. But if it's humid and they get wet or damp, uh, that'll make them stick. So uh, I believe you'll hear Bruce say his advice to his guys were pass the puck hard and uh, also finish every play because you don't know if the puck is going to stick on the opponent. Yeah, those, those are all important things. And, and yes, there, there are some elements about this game that is certainly going to be a lot different than, than in a regular, regular game about that. So um, the other thing, too, is that it's, it's going to be it, – this is a regular season game that counts, so there's two points on the line. Uh, but, it, yeah, you want to win the game, but it's also just being part of this experience and being part of this event. They have – uh, they they bring their families. The families of the, the teams are usually with them. Of course, Seattle's and it lives here, so that's easy for them. But Vegas comes and and they have this. They do the practices today. They did the family skates on the ice and stuff. So all that is is uh, is great too. So it, it there's much more than it's just the game. It's just the whole thing of it. It's it's kind of nice too to, to have this in a you know because sometimes the regular season can kind of get monotonous, and so you you have this opportunity to kind of even though it's a, it's a regular season game. To still kind of have this uh, this break, but uh, uh, should I get right into real quickly uh, before we take our, our break, we we'll get into other stuff about the history of T-Mobile Park, which is where the Winter Classic is going to be uh, tomorrow. Uh, which is funny on the Wikipedia page, 
uh, starts off in italicizes. If you if you look it up, it says not to be confused with T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Of course, there's also a T-Mobile Center in Kansas City, and we have a T-Mobile Park, which used to be known as Safeco Field in Seattle, but it's the home of the Seattle Mariners. Has a seating capacity of forty-seven thousand nine hundred and twenty-nine, and I believe that the it's sold out, sold out for that. So uh, yeah, it's been of course the first game was uh, back in July fifteenth, nineteen ninety-nine. The Mariners first played here uh, in Safeco Field, so it's been open for about uh, I guess 20, uh, 20, so 25 years or so, or a little under that. But uh, but yeah, uh, it's going to be a great venue. Got the chance to see it a little bit today. Uh, you had a chance to see a little bit more of it uh, since you've been you were there all morning, but. Uh, Seems like a great, great setup. Of course, it's got well, a roof. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it when we come off the break because uh, I've got some inside stuff. You, oh. you know what I'm talking about. Some inside, some inside baseball? Yeah. Some inside baseball? We're talking inside, inside hockey, hockey inside, inside, baseball. Inside, inside, a baseball, uh, inside a baseball stadium. Okay, let's jump into some of the interviews that I had a chance to catch up with a couple of players from each team, a few players from each team, and the head coaches. So here's uh, from the Vegas Gold Knights. This is Braden McNabb. Yeah. Um, his thoughts on uh, just the growth of the NHL and the fact that the two latest franchises are playing in a Winter Classic right now on the West Coast. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, you know, it's good to see. You know, I mean, we had immediate success and actually Seattle basically, right? So it's good to see. It's good for the game and good to you know get grow the game. When you see the growth of the game right now and you go through the pandemic like we all did and people thought it was, might be a death nail for a lot of things, um, are you surprised at the growth right now, the way things are happening? Uh, yeah, it's a very uncertain time. You know, I don't think anyone knew anything was going to happen after that. But yeah, it's it's been great. As far as I know, I, I don't get into the numbers or see the numbers or whatever, but from what I can tell, it's pretty good and it's great to see you would think Winter Classic, a lot of people want to see snow and all that good stuff, but uh, the ice surface looked good today, and uh, your thoughts on just playing a good good hockey game? Yeah, no, it'll, it'll be great. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, they did a great job out there. They seem to be decent for, for what they have, and uh, yeah, it'll be a fun game tomorrow, and I'm pretty sure they'll put on a good show. Final one for you, come off win the Stanley Cup champion. You felt like there was been a target on your back all season long? Yeah, yeah that's expected. We were in that right for that happened and you know we went through it a little bit uh you know we handled it pretty well for the most part so it's, it's something that's going to be there and something that we, uh, we know how to handle thanks for your time good luck tomorrow enjoy the experience thank you that's Braden McNabb with uh with a few comments we'll get in and, and talk a little bit more in depth about these but um Braden's certainly a, a veteran and um he knows what to do uh when he's playing a hockey game um, so I think things will be just fine. He's a stabilizer, if you will. Um, a guy that's been around now since the start of the Golden Knights, played his college hockey. As you know, we cover college hockey as well. At Bemidji State University, Zach Whiteclaw had a chance to visit with me today. I think you hear some interesting comments from Zach. So here we go. Zach Whiteclaw with us, the, uh, the Bemidji State Beaver, now for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights jersey for a few years now. Zach, the Winter Classic coming on. Um, any thoughts of maybe being back up amid you for this one? <laughs> uh, yeah, here and there, probably the colder, chillier weather. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be obviously a real super cool experience and uh, nice to see some family and, and uh, have some fun out there with the guys. And the ice is great. Uh, atmosphere is going to be awesome. I think uh, T-Mobile Park's a nice, really nice park. So 
Um, stands are nice and high, so it allows people to watch from kind of all angles. So it'll be awesome. Your thoughts on uh, the growth of hockey in general? I mean, it's uh, it's gone crazy since the pandemic, I think. And now to have the two latest uh, NHL franchises playing in a winter classic on the West Coast in Seattle. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, who would have had that on their bingo card you know, a couple of years ago, right? So, um, you know, super cool for both these organizations. And, and uh, you know, speaking for myself, just you know, grateful to be a part of the Golden Knights from uh, from the first year. And, uh, you know, be able to go through and see the growth of that franchise. And, and uh, you know, obviously Seattle's, you know, following along in that path as well. So, um, I think just cool for the game of hockey, cool for Seattle. Uh, What's the key to the success of the Vegas Golden Knights? I mean, everybody's looked at your uh, your franchise, and it's been like a model franchise. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things that go into it. You know, our our, uh, our president and, and our GM have said it quite a few times. It's, uh, you know, having good people in your organization first. And I think that's what kind of makes uh, makes organizations go around and, and uh, make them successful. So uh, having good people, uh, especially on the team, and then throughout, throughout your franchise and throughout your uh, your team that you hire. And, and they did that and created a, a, a really good culture right away. So, yeah. Um, the success for us has always been, you know, being a very difficult team to play against. In the fast team, we've always been, you know, very fast on the puck and, and playing a north-south game and, and not really uh, slowing things down at all. And we've we've always been that way. We're big and heavy and, and mixed out with the fast game. You're a tough team to play against on, you know, pretty much every night. So. When you think about playing college hockey and making this transition, how difficult was it or was it not? Yeah, I think... I think everyone's going to have different answers, right? Um, guys go through different growth stages throughout their career, uh, whether that's at the junior level, college level, um, the minor league level, and then furthermore, the NHL, right? And so once you get to the NHL, you got to keep growing your game in order to you know, keep helping your team win. So, uh, you know, there are a lot of a lot of principles still instilled in me that I learned at Bemidji from, from Tom Saratori, Travis Winter, and Eddie uh, Olchek, and... and uh, you know, especially learning how to defend. I think that's probably the biggest thing that, that helped me transition to the NHL and pro game is, is learning how to defend first. And then, right. you know, the offensive side of the game typically takes care of itself. So, um, but I think, again, learning how to kill penalties, that's a big one for me. That A lot of those same principles that, you know, I first learned there. When I, when I first went in, I wasn't a PK guy whatsoever and, and had to change my role a little bit and, and, uh, and move more that way. So I'm, I'm really grateful for those life lessons there. Um, and then especially learning how to defend because I think, I had it gone the other way, being a more offensive yeah. guy, I don't think I would have, uh, you know, turned out as well, and that's not to knock um, other guys who are offensive, and that's their side of the game, because, um, you know, it's a tough uh, tough role to take on, right? It's it's, uh, it's a lot of pressure, and, and uh, but you got to be able to, you know, withstand that, so um, I think that's the biggest thing, too, again, again, again is, is the defensive side of the game. What will you take away from this experience? Uh, you've already been here now, had a few, few days' worth of uh, environment, but... What will you take away when it's all said and done from a winter classic? Uh, probably a better question for anything. You know, <laughs> once we once we arrive home, uh, obviously there's you know things you can just kind of you know guess at and, and uh, things that'll you know come up throughout the time that we're here. And, and uh, obviously, yeah, it's a better question to ask me probably when I'm when, I, when we're all set down here. So. <laughs> Thanks, Zach. Appreciate your time. Yeah. All right, that's uh, Zach Whitecloud. Stephen, just a couple of quick comments. Um, you've been in this locker room. You've been around these guys quite a bit. Your thoughts from uh, what you heard from Braden McNabb and uh, Zach Whitecloud in the locker room? Yeah, which, which of course, in the baseball uh, ballpark, it's the, it's the clubhouse <laughs> uh, in this case. But, yes, uh, 
you know, and and these guys, of course, have experience playing in outdoor games. As as I mentioned, of course, they were both with the Golden Knights during the uh, the Tahoe game. But uh, obviously, something about special playing in this in this this game uh, being all eyes will be on them. But um, you know, there's something about winning a cup that just kind of it doesn't necessarily change it, but it kind of just it shows the, the maturity of of certain things. And I think. A guy like McNabb, who of course is an original Golden Knight, and Zach Whitecott pretty pretty much is wasn't from the beginning, but he was within the organization anyway. But uh, and and both of them have been around for almost all, well, Brady McNabb for the whole time, and basically Whitecott too, um, and and both get rewarded now with, with the Stanley Cup, because as well as the whole rest of the group, it's it's really uh really good to see. But but yeah, I mean it's it's they both have. They, but they both know the magnitude of the team and and in this game and and just being able to take everything in. But uh, but like Zach Whitecoat said at the end of his, that uh, ask me tomorrow how you know what you get out of it because uh, you know I'm sure they will still want to win the game and that maybe change how they they take away from the experience. Sure, they will probably still say it was a great experience even if they don't win the game, but. I'm sure they'll feel a lot better about it uh, when the game, especially the way these teams come in. You have the Golden Knights coming in, kind of were scuffling. They did they did win their last game. Um, they're trying to solidify. You know, they want to be towards the top of the division going forward. Seattle, of course, coming in with a pretty, pretty good streak of their own. So uh, yeah, we'll see. Okay. Well, we heard from uh, two players in the locker room. Now at the uh, press conference, a formal press conference, two more players, Alec Martinez and uh, Jack Eichel. Had a chance to visit, so uh, let's tune into them. Just experience with the athletic for Alec. Having played in some outdoor games before, were there any tips you were giving guys in terms of sight lines or the lighting or anything like that? Um, not really. I mean, they are a little bit different. Uh, I think that practice is important to kind of get a feel for, you know, what the ice is going to be like. It is a little different. You kind of have this hollow feeling underneath you. Can have some different bounces, but uh, I was just trying to enjoy the moment rather than give give tips. But I guess use eye black any opportunity you can because we don't get very many chances to do that in hockey. And, you know, I always see football and baseball players do it, and it's pretty cool. So. <laughs> That's my only tip. Left side, front row. There you go, Las Vegas. Jack, just seeing everything in person, what do you think of the rink decorations in the ballpark? It was beautiful. Yeah, I think they did a great job. Um, obviously, beautiful ballpark. Never been here before. Um, I think it's going to be a great venue. Uh, it has a nice, uh, whatever you want to call it, incline to it. So yeah, it might be better for the for the fans viewing it. But I mean, the NHL always does a great job with this event, and, and not surprised the you know how, how nice it is up there now. Front left, Danny Woods from Las Vegas. Alec with Ben going out, obviously Brady goes back into the lineup. Just how have you guys been able to kind of just weather the storm a little bit with the injuries on the line and just trying to keep that consistent play for your group? Oh, yeah, I mean, obviously it's unfortunate when a guy goes down, but um, injuries are unfortunately a part of the game. Um, they happen, and, you know, I think it just speaks to the, the depth that, you know, the of our organization and management has put together that, you know, uh, Pickles has come in and, and done a really good job for us. Um, you know, he's played in some 
last year in the playoffs and things like that. He's played you know, some big games this year too. So, um, like I said, it's unfortunate, but that's the way it goes. And I mean, we all practice with each other. We're familiar, familiar with each other. Um, you know, it's just, like I said, it's the way it goes, and it's just next man up. Right side, second row. Mac, you've been at NHL.com International um, for Jack. Uh, Bruce just mentioned you guys coming off a good win versus LA, but you were struggling a little before that. Uh, you guys are comfortable on the big stage. Just curious if you feel this game you know, in front of everyone is coming at the right time for you guys. Uh, I, mean, I, I, I don't know if there's a right time. I, I think it's just as an organization, as a team, uh, we're just excited to be here. Uh, it's a huge honor to be selected to play in, in this marquee event, uh, whether they get um, of course, you want to put on a good performance, and uh, yeah, there's two there's two points still up uh, for grabs here. It's a divisional game, so uh, I imagine it'll be just as competitive as a regular season game, and, and we want to win. And, uh, I'm sure they want to win. So um, you know, every time you go on the ice, it's a uh, you know there's something there's something that you're playing for uh, with viewership and. Everything that comes with playing in the Winter Classic, yeah, I mean, there's definitely some added. Uh, there's a little bit, there's a little bit more that makes you want to win. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it's, it's another game. The venue is a little different. You get more family and friends here, but uh, at the end of the day, hockey's hockey. Take three more questions on the right side. Uh, <coughs> sorry, Kevin was at NHL.com for Jack. Um, does do you get nostalgic out there? Uh, I saw Jesse's piece, the pictures of you in a Crosby jersey. Uh, the original Winter Classic, like, does that bring back those memories of playing on a pond at all? Is it still possible to go back there? Um, yeah, I think whenever you play outdoors, I mean, it's the purest form of the game. Um, yeah, it's 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 really cool. I mean, I think the whole experience is great. You know, obviously having the family skate there after practice, being outside. Uh, it, it, I think it's just a great uh, opportunity for our entire team to you know, enjoy an experience like this. And I think when you go start playing outside, you get different uniforms on. And, um, you know, like Marty said, it's a my block. And uh, it, I'm sure it brings back a lot of memories for guys about growing up playing, playing on ponds in their neighborhoods or, or in their towns. Um, we got a lot of Western Canadian guys, so I'm sure they've played some outdoor hockey before. This guy's from Detroit. I'm sure he has as well. So uh, I feel like every kid... I spent some time playing on the pond and, uh, you know, obviously growing up watching the Winter Classic, getting the opportunity to play in, uh, play in a game like this is, a, is pretty awesome. Two more, Pat Wright. Gary Lawless, Vegas Golden Knights for Alec. Bruce says when there's a little more, something a little more competitive to a, to a game, your group comes together and really rises. He said if there's a little something more on the line, our group gets more competitive and they really like to win. Why is that? Um, I mean, I think it just comes down to um, the nature of being an athlete. Uh, you know, these are the games that you want to play in. You want to play in, um, I guess, cool environments, big games. Um, you know, I think our group, you know, showed that a lot in, in, in our growth and development last year. Um, obviously, playing in some big games, and um, you know, I think we have a real competitive group. I think we have a real focused group. A lot of character in the room, um, and I think that you know, I guess high pressure, not that I guess big like 
like Jack said, marquee you know, games or, or big events, guys want to rise to the occasion and um, you know, they want to perform. So um, you know, it's nice that Butch said that about us. <laughs> Last question, second row, left side. Jeff Bulky said enough eggs for Jack. With all the sticks and the new gear, the jerseys, like, do you have a favorite piece of equipment, new piece of equipment they've given here you get to use this week? I thought, the, uh, I thought they did a great job with uniforms, both for us in Seattle. Uh, obviously, pretty unique, and that goes hand-in-hand with uh, the organization. So, uh, Bauer made some cool sticks for the guys that use Bauer sticks. I think it would be a nice uh, piece of memorabilia to have, uh, you know, a specific stick to the Winter Classic and, you know, get it signed and hung up somewhere at home, maybe. Um, yeah, you get the old-school gloves on and, I think that's all part of the event, right? Wearing different uniforms, having uh, you know the opportunity to you know look a little different and change some things up. It's uh, yeah, it's exciting. I mean, um, little things like that excite us hockey players. We're creatures of habit, so throw a couple changes at us, and uh, I don't know, it could go either way. But it's uh, yeah, it's all part of the experience and the event. So you just take it and try it and enjoy it. Thank you. Okay, so that was uh, Alec Martinez and uh, Jack Eichel. Um, we also had a chance to hear from the head coach. Stevens heard uh, a lot from Bruce Cassidy over the time. So, oh, he's he's a great uh, great sound bite every time, or, or a great conversation with him every time. It seems like uh, his press conferences are always. You certainly learn something almost every time you you hear from him. All right, let's hear from him. Here he is, head coach Bruce Cassidy. Time to learn something. Oh, this is a great, great venue. Um, good weather. That's what you're always looking for. You have a family skate after. Um, I think everyone had a good time. You're mixing your family with your hockey family. So these are special moments. I try to tell the guys. I try to take it all in. It's unique, and uh, you should enjoy it. And make sure your family enjoys it. Yeah, when tomorrow comes, I'm sure they're both. You know, they're competitive people, right? So they're going to want to get to the game and get planned and get the win. But in the meantime, um, it's okay to let yourself go and soak it all in because um, you don't get to do this all the time. So that's kind of the message and that's how I approach it. Front left, Danny. Danny Webster, Las Vegas. The first couple guys in the room said that the puck was sticking a little bit during practice. Uh, obviously, you don't want to think that that'll happen tomorrow, but if it does, I guess how much does that change how you go about playing a game tomorrow if that does yeah, I don't know if it was the puck sometimes because it happens indoors too if they're wet or uh, when they put them in the bucket sometimes or if it's the humidity out there. I really don't know, but I do know it'll be the same for both teams, um, which probably forces you to play with your head down a little more to make sure it's still on your stick, which can lead to uh, you know uh, some physical uh, situations you don't want to be in. But at the end of the day, pass it harder. Obviously, make sure you're, and uh, on the flip side of it, when you're checking, don't assume that the puck's going to move because it could happen to them where it sticks and they overskate and stuff. So you never give up on kind of reloads and second efforts in those situations. Other than that, I don't know what else you can do, but just uh, deal with the circumstances. And that's the same with any, like whether it's sunny and it gets bright or wind, whatever. You just got to basically just, just play with the hand you're dealt. Left side, second row. Vince Sapienza, Fox 5 Vegas. It was, uh, guys were talking during some of the drills when it was time to get to work today that they caught themselves a little wide-eyed looking around. As someone 
who was in the midst of that, did you find yourself kind of looking? Yeah, I think I think they're probably always looking for their families, right? Like, uh, they get here, you know, because that's part of it. Like, and, uh, especially if you have young kids, you're up against, you know, they're up, a lot of people up against the glass on a wage. So, that, listen, that's all normal. And uh, I didn't expect a, a perfect practice today when it comes to attention to detail or focus. We tried to deal with that yesterday. Today, it's like, get used to the environment. Like I said, enjoy it. Yeah, you want to get your work in, but um, so I think that's perfectly normal, and I think Seattle will go through the same thing. Best side, second round. Jim Wilkinson and Dave said, do you notice anything else other than ice being a little sticky? Like a couple guys mentioned, when the puck goes high up in the air, it can be tough to track. Did you notice anything? It will be different, and the center ice logo is dark, and I think uh, so plays going through center, you might you might see some passes that go from through, through that area that people lose sight of for a second. I think that the goalies, obviously, they'll have the biggest challenge with any sight issues. And that center ice won't be one, but backdrops will and the high flips, yes. I think there's certain things you're just used to, people around you, on top of you. And here it's there'll be lots of people that won't necessarily be right on top of you. So, uh, but those are things that I think will come up more yesterday. I didn't even you know, think of flipping pucks around, right? You know, it's not something you're thinking of doing, but... There will be some, I think going back on pucks, you're used to, there's a glass and there's a crowd. Now they've got glass and there's space and then the crowd. So I don't know if that will affect their perception going back. But that's one thing that I, I would anticipate will be different when a defenseman's going under pressure back on a puck. It'll be a little different when he's used to. Take two more questions for Coach on the right side, Gary. Gary Lomas, Vegas Golden Knights. Bruce, at the end of the day, it's the two points the same as any other game. And I know you want them. Uh, how do you get to that point where it's just your, the, the group is playing to win the game? I think it comes tomorrow when basically when you're going out there you've had all the the benefits I guess of, of having your family here and enjoying the moment but as I said we're a very very competitive group and I think our guys tend to the bigger the game I think they get a little more juices going into it so I, I think in that's how we will handle it, uh, knowing our group, that they'll just want to win because of the stage they're on. Um, so, and I'm not saying that's a switch you flip necessarily, at, but that's just how our guys are wired. As soon as there's competition involved, they seem, seems to bring up the best of most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time. And I think this will be one of those situations. Last question, right side, Matt. Uh, Matt, you've been at NHL.com International. You're kind of building off that question, but you know, you guys won your last game or struggling a bit before that. You're used to the big stage, like you just said, but do you feel this game is coming at the right time for your group? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, Seattle's playing is because they have all year, so we know they're going to bring their their best. And, you know, it's a home game for them, so they've got lots of motivation. So for us, uh, you know, you're right. We went through some adversity a little bit to the last couple of weeks. We got a good win against LA. Played well, deserved to win, I thought, and played the right way. So yeah, we want to build off that, but. On the, you know, in this stage, I think it, it is coming at the right time because we, you know, got to keep that sort of mindset going. But to answer Gary's question, I think our guys are going to be dialed in just because of you know the environment we're in, and, um, and we could use the win. Like I said, you can back going on the, the right direction. Thank you for your time, Bruce. Right. Okay, that's Bruce Cassidy, the uh, head coach of the Vegas Golden Knights. Had a chance to uh, hear his comments. Uh, I know we're running a tab behind here in the first half of the show, but Stephen, I want to quickly get your thoughts uh, since you were not there to hear it live and you're hearing it for the first time. 
your thoughts on uh, Coach Cassidy, and is it similar to what you hear all the time? Yeah, yeah, very, very similar to to what you hear from him all the time. Um, is very astute of the game. You know, he's very aware of of the circumstances or the or the situation that the team is in. Um, he's very usually pretty good about what he says and how he says it. Uh, certainly, all those things is important. You know, he even gets into the detail about you know puck flipping and things like that. You know, a lot of sometimes some coaches. They just kind of give you, you know, general answers, uh, which which is fine, and that's how they want it. But Cassie, and he, and a lot of times his press conferences, he goes into into detail about certain actual things, and and that's I think it's it's refreshing because, like I said, a lot of times a coach or a teammate may not try to divulge too much of their secrets. I'm not saying that he's divulging secrets per se, but he's 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 he gets into the situations. I want to go back also to something that. Uh, Martinez said about the eye black, and that that is kind of kind of cool. You know, you, you see that in, in the football games, or or in this case, we're, we're in a baseball stadium, so you talk about in the summers, you know, the eye black and stuff, and you. So it's kind of cool that that a hockey player uh, will wear it, even though you may not need it in in Seattle because it's not a lot of sun. Although there was a little bit today, but uh, he, he said it kind of joking with it. He just kind of for the look of it, because how often do you get to to put on eye black to uh, to play a hockey game, so it's. Uh, I I don't know. I'm going to put it on to watch hockey games tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So when you see the black, you're going to be perfectly done. A lot like Tom Brady, as Joey Decord said. Uh, that's why you wear it to work like. Tom oh, Brady. Oh, Tom Brady, huh? The, <laughs> only one of the, been known as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in the NFL. Uh, anyway, um, we'll we'll get to the Seattle thing. Are you comparing yourself to Tom Brady? Uh, I'll tell you more on Joey Decord and Tom Brady in just a minute. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and develop, dive into the uh, Seattle Kraken side of things in about three By minutes. the way, before you play that, uh, the Seahawks did lose. So uh, that's the collective side of the city oh, of Seattle great, night. Great, great. <laughs> Good news. All right, here we go. When you talk about the best of Las Vegas, you're talking about the best of the best. So when you're at Jesse Ray's Barbecue and you're a three-time winner of the Best of Las Vegas Award, it speaks for itself. At 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, come and savor our People's Choice award-winning barbecue ribs. Or maybe just come in and pick up a bottle of our best in Las Vegas barbecue sauce to take home. Open seven days a week. You can order online at jessieraysbarbecue.com. And for an occasion that will be remembered for a long time, call us for all of your catering projects at Jesse Ray's Barbecue today. It's time to drop the puck on the nation's best college hockey conference. We bring you closer to the action all season long with access to exclusive on-demand content and more than 140 live games. Catch every big goal and clutch save when you can't be there. We have you covered here. Stream on your phone, computer, or straight to your TV and don't miss a moment from your favorite team. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. Uh, Scott Strandy here um, with you to talk about banking. Yeah, it's something I don't normally do, but I can tell you SoFi Bank is the bank that you want to be a part of. It's a bank that will give you a little of everything. It'll give you checking, savings, insurance benefits, loans, personal loans, refinance your student loans. SoFi is the place to go. 
If you're interested in giving SoFi a try, they want you to try them out. They will do so by offering you $25. So if you send me a text message to 760-801-8060, I will send you a direct link to which you can try SoFi, get $25 in your account, give them a shot, see what you think of it. And uh, if it's not for you, fine, no, no harm done. Uh, you made $25 in the process. If you decide that you like it, I guarantee you, you will love the benefits you find from SoFi uh, online, one of the biggest banks in the world. Uh, that brings you a little bit of everything. So once again, give me a text, 760-801-8060, and I will send you that link to get you $25 in your SoFi account when you get things started. Okay, well, we're going to be right back. ITHSW Podcasts, this is the Pro Hockey West Report. Indeed it is, a very special edition of the Pro Hockey West Report, as we're previewing the Winter Classic, the 2024 edition. Tomorrow, New Year's Day, Vegas Golden Knights and uh, Seattle Kraken will be doing battle at T-Mobile Park. Yes, it's a baseball stadium, if you uh, are not familiar. We, <laughs> not T-Mobile <laughs> Arena, where I'm at a lot of nights. Where, but it's kind of weird. I, I, I'm on the road for the first time in a bit, and I get to see the Golden Knights on the road here, and it's, we're at T-Mobile Park. So I still got the T-Mobile in there, but but we got to distinguish we're at T-Mobile Park, home of the Seattle Mariners here in uh, Seattle. Again, we, uh, hopefully the, uh, the, the, the Seahawks didn't come through today, but maybe the, uh, the Kraken – the Seattle fans will see their Kraken wins. It was mentioned by Dave Haxtell, too, which I know you're going to get to some of those clips. But um, big Seattle weekend. We have the Seahawks today. And, then of course, the Kraken play on New Year's Day tomorrow. And then the Washington Huskies football team in the college football playoff play tomorrow night in their uh, in their game. So a uh, so big couple of days here for Seattle uh, sports. Indeed. Let's talk with some of those Seattle Kraken players. We'll start with Ty Karche, who, uh, if you follow along with us last year, was a big part of the Coachella Valley Firebirds run to the Calder Cup final. Uh, Ty, this year, a mainstay with the uh, Seattle Kraken. So here's Ty Cartier. All right, Coachella Valley fans. I got Ty Cartier with me here before the Winter Classic. Ty, talk a little bit about uh, what it was like today. Had to go out there and do a little practice and skate? Yeah, the practice was uh, it was really cool seeing the ring for the first time. Uh, I've never played an outdoor game, so uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think we all thought last year at Coachella Valley that you were ready for this next step. Has it, has it felt like a seamless transition to the NHL? Yeah, I, I feel like uh, I've done a pretty good job transitioning. I mean, uh, lots of support, obviously, but uh, yeah, I feel like I've been doing a good job. What was the ice surface like today in comparison to playing on the NHL rank? Honestly, it was, it was pretty good. Um, I mean, I'm sure it'll get chewed up just like any other rank, but uh, yeah, I, I feel like they did a good job. When you get a chance to see NHL hockey outdoors, does it bring you back to your days yeah, skating outside? For sure it does. Uh, we, had a, we had a river that we used to skate on all the time in the winter, so uh, it's really cool to kind of get back to the roots and uh, play an NHL game outside. After practice, what's the biggest adjustment you think you're going to have to make to play in the game tomorrow? I don't know. I'll probably just <laughs> try to stay focused because it's obviously a pretty big spectacle. So, um, you know, trying to, when game time comes, to lock in and just, just stay focused on that. Family, friends, who's, who's all here for you? Yeah. Family skate. Family's here. Girlfriend's here. Uh, family skate was really cool. They were all out there, and uh, there's plenty of pictures. <laughs> Talk a little bit about this team in particular. It started kind of a little slow. And you're picking it up right now, and there's a lot of Coachella Valley guys here that are making impacts, including your goaltender, right? Yeah, um, we started a little slow, but uh, I feel like we're playing good hockey right now, and uh, hopefully we can keep that rolling. It's great to see 
see everybody contributing. Okay, final one for you is uh, when you look back at this, and I know it's uh, a game yet to play, but when you look back at it, what do you think is going to be the biggest memory you're going to walk away from a Winter Classic? Uh, I don't know. I think probably just having all my family and friends out here for Christmas and then uh, sharing the Winter Classic with me will be will be pretty special. Kind of just trying to take all, all this in. Ty, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Hey. Ty Karche with a few comments on uh, what was uh, or what he expects tomorrow at the Winter Classic. Yeah, and, that, and that's the other cool thing that's about this. I'm, I know we got a little clip, but just real quick about on Ty. Uh, as you mentioned, big part of the Firebirds last year, 57 points last year in 72 regular season games. was 18 point, or eighteen games in the playoffs, 8 points. This year he's been with Seattle. He's played 36 games this year, which is pretty much all their games, 11 points. So he's, he's, a, he's a contributing factor to the Kraken lineup this year. And that's the other thing that's cool about these things is these young guys getting the opportunity to play in these, these outdoor games and that uh, not long they'll go where in the AHL or, or still fairly new, young in their career get to be part of something like this, the NHL, one of the premier events in the NHL. Absolutely. Okay. Let's talk to defenseman Will Borgen, the Moorhead, Minnesota native. So oh, you got to get that Minnesota. Get that it, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a show with you if we didn't have the one Minnesota referenced in the show. All right. Here we go. Will Borgen. Will Borgen with me here in the uh, Kraken locker room after a, a little morning skate. A little different morning skate though, right, Will? Yeah, yeah, outside, it was fun. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about this, and uh, you know, you growing up in Moorhead, you had a chance to uh, skate outside quite a bit, I'm sure. Uh, bring you back to your roots a little bit? Yeah, I mean, you play on the outdoor rinks, my dad would always build one in the winter, or just on the, on the ODRs, but um, yeah, it was fun. Never got to play in the, the, what is it, Hockey Day Minnesota. I wanted to, but so this is a, this is a good consolation to that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when you're on the ice today and you're on this surface, um, you got the different venues, obviously, around the NHL, but this one's got a baseball field to it. Was it different on the ice? Did you feel like you're on a baseball field? Yeah. I mean, I felt like I was on the, on the ice rink, but it's just kind of just empty everywhere else around you, and then the big stand, so it's different for sure, but it'll be pretty cool with all the people in it. As a defenseman, is it going to uh, make an adjustment to your game as far as seeing pucks in the air and and playing off the maybe a little bit slower ice. The, the, the sun, yeah, the yeah. sun's out. Hopefully, we get, maybe get a little overcast, but the, the sun was in the eyes, facing one way. Do we get sun here in Seattle, or is it get this way it's supposed to be? A couple, couple, t- couple times a month. <laughs> it's not bad. All right, talk a little bit about this team that you're playing on right now. You started off a little slow, but now you're starting to pick up the pace. Um, mostly injuries to this, or is it just uh, just hockey? Just hockey. There's a lot of good teams in this league, and yeah, we had a little bit of a slow start, but a lot of them were really close games, and I think we just found our found our groove as of late. Back to college days, um, how much did that set you up to uh, play in the NHL right now and improve your game, especially as a defenseman? It's different, right? Yeah, it's different at every level you go to, um, but college is your first year. You're playing with guys that are quite a few years older than you, so that's a that's a change right there because you're playing against grown men. So. You gotta, you gotta learn to adjust quick. You, uh, you guys do anything off, off the ice, uh, like cook or anything in your apartment? Do what? <laughs> you guys cook in your apartment or do anything off the ice? I've seen some pretty good clips of you guys. Yeah, not not too often. We <laughs> we get most our meals at the rink. So, okay. So we don't uh, have to cook. All right. Just wanted to check in on that part of it, but. Um, family and uh, friends on the ice today for the uh, after skate, if you will. Uh, who's here? Uh, I got quite a few people. A lot of my uh, parents, a couple siblings, and uh, a lot of a lot of friends and their families as well. So it's, uh, it's nice to have them all out here. Is it hard not to have that as a distraction with a game to play tomorrow? 
Uh, I mean, no, it's good to see him, especially around the holidays too. So it's uh, it's nice to see them. But um, yeah, I don't think it's a distraction. You have, you have people coming out to games all the time. Well, thanks for your time. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. That'd be uh, Will Mor- Will Borgen, the uh, the uh, defenseman for the Seattle Kraken. Okay, uh, okay which he says that they get fed well by the team, and I and that's certainly the case. These these yeah, well, if, if, if you watch YouTube clips or uh, Seattle Kraken clips, you know about Will Borgen and yeah. Maddie Berniers and their cooking skills. Well, not, and how great has the the, the the Road to the Winter Classic series, which has been airing the last few weeks too, has done a great job of kind of showcasing these two teams as is kind of the lead up to that and stuff. So. Um, this is great again to, to, to put these players in spotlight. There was stuff on Joey Decor. There was a uh, features. I think maybe that was part of that. Maybe that the cooking thing. So co- kind of cool to see. Okay. Um, wouldn't be a show that we do without talking about Joey Decor. So let's bring on uh, the guy that we suspect will be the starting goaltender for the Kraken tomorrow, Joey Decor, for a couple of minutes. He's going to start off by talking about his alma mater, the Arizona State Sun Devils, and a recent win that they got. So here you go. Here's Joey Decor. Feels good. Um definitely a little bit a little bit unique i wanted to do the um, kind of wanted to match the like the off-white color yeah so i just did that because there's no white in the jersey so i just did the off-white um i don't know that is <laughs> i hope i can keep the mask that's what i really want to keep yeah um i don't know i want to keep, okay. i want to keep a stick too <laughs> uh, i don't know about the i don't know what they're gonna do with the pads but they're yeah. pretty cool so i like it look good yeah thank Very you cool. Thanks, cool. Yeah, thank you. Hey, Joey. Hey. How are you? Hey, what's going on? See you. Um, Sun Devils got another big win last night. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> they won the Adirondack Invitational. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Um, just your thoughts when you're reflecting back, uh, not only to your youth days, but to your college days. And um, Five, six years ago, do you think this was the spot you were going to be in? Um, well, I mean, I had hoped that, that uh, <laughs> you know, eventually this would kind of um, be the end goal. But... Uh, I think, um, you know, I'm just very grateful to have, you know, had all opportunities that I, I've had and um, just keep keep trying my best and keep working up the ranks. And um, now to be sitting here, you know, um, with the Winter Class Academy tomorrow, I'm just super excited and, and grateful for, for all the, you know, um, all the opportunities that hockey hockey's given me. A bunch of them. You played the Calder Cup last year all the way to the very end. Now you're here with the Kraken on the biggest stage in the NHL, like you said, in the regular season. You played some big games at Arizona State as well. Yep. Um, how did that all prepare you for this moment? Uh, I mean, it, it it all kind of accumulates, I think, as you're as you're going and um, as you're playing more games um, and, and bigger games. Uh, kind of all, like I said, accumulates and, and now leads up to this, which is you know probably the biggest regular season game I'll ever play, and um, you know pretty excited for it. Now. Full circle, you win the uh, Vegas Invitational in college against uh, <laughs> yeah. um, some teams. At T-Mobile Arena. Yep. Now you're at T-Mobile Park playing for the Kraken. Mm-hmm. Uh, full circle? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can say that. <laughs> I think it's uh, it's just a pretty cool, you know, moment um, and, and opportunity. I'm obviously a, a big sports fan, and um, just to be able to, you know, play in a in a ballpark is, is super cool, and I'm uh, you know really excited for it. Family skate today. Family, friends, who's all here? Uh, yeah, just uh, my all my family, my girlfriend, her family, they're here, and then. Um, some of my buddies uh, are flying in today, so I'll have a big crew tomorrow. Thanks, Joey. Have a good weekend. Thanks. That's Joey Decord. Uh, I wish him a good weekend, but he's got to get through the week first. It will be a Monday game <coughs> tomorrow. Excuse me. Um, Joey had a lot of key moments. Um, I don't want to be on this point too long because we're running out of time, and we've got a lot more to talk about. Uh, 
two players, though, that had a chance to visit in the uh, the press conference. Uh, rather short, but uh, Brandon Tanev uh, and um, Matty Beneers. So here we go. Bye. What's the meaning of being here? Yeah, it's uh, extremely exciting. I mean, to get a winter classic so early on in a franchise's career. I think it's great for the city, the organization, uh, the people of Seattle. I think that's what it's all about. I mean, we're all very excited to be in the game, but I think it's a great way show off the city of Seattle, the great people of Seattle, and, and you know how great of a, a franchise um, we have here. And it's great to have two new franchises with Vegas House. You have a question? Raise your hand, right side. Brandon, obviously you guys also have the chance to share this day with family and friends out on the ice for a little bit. What's the significance of having the chance to do that? I think it's uh, that's the most important thing. I think all the smiles um, that were out there today with family, friends, um, some of the young ones, that's what we all enjoy the most. I think it's, it's very cool for us to be a part of a winter classic, but for our family, friends, um, those involved behind the scenes, um, everyone who set this whole thing up, I think that's uh, the great meaning behind it. They get to enjoy uh, the day on the ice, uh, kind of get a little behind the scenes of, of what we get to do and, and and see and have every day. So I think that's the, the cool part of it all. And I think everyone here so far in Seattle setting up the rink and, and taking care of uh, T-Mobile Park here has done an extraordinary job. Left side, third row. Yeah, Maddie, um, you know, Brandon just touched on it a little while ago, but obviously you got a great fan base here. What do you guys look to do? How, how do you embrace the moment out here on this big stage? You know, some of your teammates were talking about this being an opportunity uh, to, you know, mark this moment in history for the Kraken. Yeah, I think, um, you know, we're going to go out there and, and have some fun, obviously, like like Dan said, it's it's a great event, uh, you know, not just for us, not just for our families, but also for, for you know, this city um, to, to get a winter classic, especially so early on in, in you know, the franchise's career is, is awesome, and um, I think for us it's, it's going to be fun, but it's also a momentum builder, and uh, for the fans, I think they, you know, we just ask you to enjoy it, and hopefully uh, we can pull out a win for them. Left side, fourth row. Maddie, just what was your first reaction walking out into the stadium, seeing it transformed into into an ice rink? Yeah, it was uh, it was it was really cool. I think um, you know I've I've been to you know Winter Classic before, especially back in Boston. I've been to uh, you know the one at Fenway. I've been to Gillette, and you know I've seen it from from the stands, but but walking out and, and seeing it and being a part of it is is definitely you know really cool and. You try to try to take that in, um, you know, look around, see as many things as you can, see the little details, and uh, you know, up and close. So uh, it's, it's just really, really fun to be a part of this. There are no more questions, or we'll take one more question on the right side, Dan. Matty, as a, when you were you went to the game at Fenway too, the first game at Fenway. Yeah. Um, when you were there at those other Winter Classics, you're a young hockey player. Were you envisioning yourself? getting this opportunity at all? Were you like, I want that? That would be cool. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I thought about it as like a professional player. I think for me more it was like, uh, like we would go to the, you know, when BC would play, like, or like my dad was out there with his beer league team playing, uh, playing a game at Fenway uh, before the game actually happened. And then, you know, you see all the other colleges, they'll, they'll play games at those, at those uh, outdoor Range. So I think I was more thinking of it like that, you know, being out there as a college player. But, um, you know, now, now that you're here, it's, it's pretty cool to look back and be like, hey, I went to all these other ones, and now I get to play on one. Thank you for your time, guys. 
All right, this is a few quick comments from Brandon Tanev and uh, Maddie Beneers. All right, we got one more to go. We got Coach Dave Axel. This one's a little long, so I apologize. We're going on a little over tonight, but uh, here's Coach Axel. I think he said some very important things, so listen to the coach. Dave, none of this is a reality, being outdoors, having family around. Uh, what's the meaning of finally being here? Well, you know, first, uh, first day out, practice day, uh, family skate day. It's a lot of fun. To, I mean, everybody's enjoying themselves. Uh, we got you know, 20, 25 minutes of work in just to get a little bit of a feel for the for the rink and for the ice and you know get a good skate in. Uh, but you know most of today is you know is, there's an excitement and a buzz you know, around families and, and everybody that's a part of the event and you know having the having the ability to have your family and, and friends part of it is pretty that's a special part. I want our players to, to really take that in and enjoy it. Left side, third row. Hi, coach. Uh, Everly was talking about how he's played for Edmonton and the Islanders and obviously a lot of history with those franchises, but being here from day one for him and some of the other guys obviously as well, this is an opportunity to kind of make their own mark in history here for the Kraken organization. Just how special is it for, for how special of an opportunity is it for these guys? Being, you know, being part of it from day one, you know, there's just an investment and, and you really feel that way. And, you know, I think you hear that from from the veteran guys that, that have been here from day one. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a process to build uh, to build the things uh, and, and our franchise uh, the way we want to build and grow. Um, it's a process, and you know, you mentioned Everly and you know a couple of the other older guys. They they've been part of it from day one, and they're a real important part of that process. Uh, this is a spectacular event, uh, January one. Winter Classic. It's a spectacular event, and it's one that uh, I know our guys are excited and proud to be a part of. Uh, and uh, you know, it's it, it is it's a block uh, in in the building process along the way. And they should enjoy it. They should have fun. Uh, they should be you know a big part of it with their families. Um, and then you know we all know what's you know it becomes about the two points really quickly at about twelve twenty five or twelve twenty seven tomorrow, whatever puck drop is. Front right. Because you said you were back left. Well, now I lost my question. No, I, that was my, that was my hope. Yeah. Uh, thinking a little tactically, speaking of puck drop, uh, you know, this Vegas has been a tough matchup, right, historically for, for you guys, for every team, really. I mean, what do you think it is that, that makes it tough playing against them specifically for, for your team? Well, I think before this year doesn't really matter. Right, it's you know, I mean, their their group is, I mean, the depth that they have, um, you know, is uh, it, it stands out. Right, they're a heavy team that has depth up front. They're big and strong, and on the back end, make it really hard uh, to uh, to get to the net. Um, and obviously, they, they have skill that's not just mixed in; they have skill skill throughout their lineup. So, um, you know, they're 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 built to be a good hockey team. Um, you know, and and our challenge. You know, every night is making sure that we play well through the depth of our team. You know, it doesn't, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what your opponent does unless you do the things that, you know, you need to do to be successful. And that's, you know, that's where our focus will be at. It's obviously a little, it's a different environment. It's a different event. There's certain things you don't control in terms of exactly what that environment will be. But at the end of the day, it comes down, it's a, it's a hockey game. And, um, yeah, I mean, for us, we're, we're going to play very well. 
explodes well against a team like this to try to you know, play that kind of structured defensive style. Well, that's I mean that's been our you know that's been our formula for success, and our margin of error all year has been you know has been very tight. Uh, we've grown more comfortable being in those tight you know low scale scoring hockey games. Um, you know I, I, I'm making a prediction on what tomorrow's going to feel like, low scoring or or not, whatever it is. You know our team will be ready to compete and, and uh, you know get going at the, the drop of the puck. Take three more questions. Back left. Uh, Coach, the people of Seattle have embraced the Kraken from day one, but um, how big of an opportunity is this on a huge sports weekend with the um, Seahawks playing today and the and the Huskies tomorrow for you guys to be a part of that and maybe raise the profile of the franchise even more to people who haven't caught the fever yet? You can't really encapsulate the... Uh, how, how great of a sports city this is any better than we can over the you know over the next uh, 36 hours you know my 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 son and a couple of his buddies were on the ice for the for the family skate they're racing over to go see the Seahawks game because they're excited to be part of that um, you know after our game tomorrow night we'll, we'll we'll get home and make sure we're in front of the TV for the UW game and um, you know have the opportunity on a you know on a national scale uh, to play in the winter classic for our franchise, for our team, for our players, uh, is a special opportunity. Right side there, girl. Dave, you talked a little bit about uh, Adam Morrison as leadership the other day. Just he's another guy who's been here from the start and hasn't he's played every game. What he's kind of maybe a reserve guy from the outside. How does his personality come through as a, as a leader? You say? Well, it depends on the largest thing you know. Uh, yeah, he comes across as, as pretty reserved, but um, you know he's he's a really determined guy. I guess that's really what comes to mind when I when I look at his game, you know, his skills, his abilities. Um, determination is a big part of that, um, and, and you see that through and through. He's not, you know, uh, his, I, I spoke to it the other day. His leadership doesn't necessarily come through the things that he says, and he's, he does. He talks in the room. He's a guy that's well-respected, uh, you know, and, and when there's something to be said, he's a guy that will, will speak up, but it's more through his actions, you know, his readiness, his preparation, his consistency. Um, all of those things, and you know, and again, they'll use the term determination, you know, in terms of what he brings to the table night in and night out. Is there a lighter side of him that we don't see? Oh, yeah, there is. Uh, you have to ask his teammates about <laughs> that. I can't give you that stuff. You should check into some t shirts that have been floating around. <laughs> so I'll leave it at that. Good. Uh, Dave, you've talked about it, I've heard you talk about it, but you wanting so many people to enjoy this players especially you know really enjoy this and embrace this you got a goalie in Chris Treger who wouldn't be here without an injury to Philip Ruber on the other Ruber, on the other side you're yeah. Tara's a goalie yeah. wouldn't be here without an injury you don't want nobody wants injuries but I wonder if you thought about that then and the impact the opportunity to for for guys who otherwise wouldn't be here getting the opportunity to yeah I, and I think about it on both sides you know I think about it for for Schwartzy for Groovy, you know, who are, who are working to come back from, from injuries. Uh, I think about it from their standpoint, you know, in terms of the event and uh, everybody wants to be a part of, of the event. Um, you know, somebody else is going to be out of the lineup tomorrow. I think about that for them. Um, but for the guys that, you know, that do have the opportunity, that's, that's the nature of, of our sport, of, our, of the business. Um, you know, you have the opportunity to take advantage of, you know, of these different situations and, you know, Driggs did it. You know, the other day, uh, he's obviously been with us. You know, from from day one. Uh, but you know, he's, he also you know is just 
last couple of weeks uh, has had a major impact. You know, he, he's probably our best player uh, in a win on the road in Calgary after Christmas. Uh, now he has the opportunity to, to enjoy the event here tomorrow. Um, and you know what? I, I love that. Uh, you know, he's, he's as much a part of the team as anybody. He's worked to be here. Uh, circumstances aside, uh, he's you know he's a guy that we want to see enjoy that time and uh, and contribute. Right? We're talking about all the nice stuff here. Right? At the end of the day, we're all here to to work to contribute to a win tomorrow, and that's what it all comes down to. So we've all got a job to do, but I've learned one thing along the way. You also got to just take a take a second to stop and enjoy some of the good things that uh, that come along with uh, this competitive business as well. And this is one of them, and that's why I've talked to both sides. We know how important the game is, how important the points are. I also know how important it is to take a minute just to appreciate the opportunity. Take one more question on the right. Joey was talking about the difficulty of spotting the puck in the sky and doing some work on that today and the distance to the stands. Are there other adjustments that you challenge your team to be prepared for with the rink and playing outside? We don't. You really don't know what the ice conditions will be. We don't know, you know, uh, whether it will be overcast or, or full sunshine. That obviously changes the the feel of the rink, and, and from one end to the other, significantly could change uh, the feel of uh, you know of the rink. Uh, probably the sight lines seem to be the you know the biggest. Um, I don't know if the right word is obstacle, but uh, certainly it's a it's an adjustment when that you know when the puck is up and in the glass. Uh, you know, the seats and stands are far away, so it changes the perception um, for goaltenders and I think for everybody on the ice that, that has a little bit different feel to it. Uh, but, you know, just in it by its nature, being in a, in, a, in a stadium has a much different feel than being in an arena, right? I mean, uh, so that just in itself has a different feel. The sounds are different. Everything, everything is just, you know, a little bit different feel. But, again, ultimately, once the game gets rolling, um, I don't know at home much of that really matters you know if there's if there's ice issues you stop and you fix the ice if there's you know whatever comes your way that's part of playing outdoors um and you're you know you just have to be ready to roll with that and be prepared for it thank you for your time coach all right head coach dave Axtell, uh, a lot to talk about as you would guess hosting an event like this uh in the very um young history of the seattle kraken uh, I know we're running a little late. Uh, I just want to quickly wrap things up by saying that uh, the uh, Seattle Kraken and the Vegas Golden Knights are prepared. Stephen Marsh is prepared as we speak. He's getting ready to get a nap in. Uh, it is New Year's Eve. We appreciate everybody tuning in with us. Both of us will have our eye black on very early tomorrow morning because uh, it will start um Quite early. Yeah, the noon, game, noon Pacific time start for the game. Yeah, the game is at noon Pacific time. I was just looking at an email that we get, we get about some of the events that are happening. The The players arrive uh, to the ballpark around, I think, 8.55, 9.20. What's usually, it's become a, a custom with this, uh, with this event, too, is that the teams come up with coordinated uh, outfits that they come up with different themes. And, and so that's um, – which we could we, – we tried to get what the Golden Knights were doing when they went divulge out, obviously. Um, so they'll come into the ballpark with those uh, themed outfits. Um, so that's going to be about uh, about eight o- eight fifty five nine o'clock uh, when that happens, and then and then the game is at noon. So uh, I think the doors open up for the fans at like uh, I think like at ten o'clock. Uh, the fan fest has been going on. It goes on this evening in uh, North Florida Bloomingfield. This is for people that 
or here locally in the Seattle area, maybe looking for something to do on this New Year's Eve night. Uh, that's going on for a few hours, and it'll be open for a few hours tomorrow. That's what's always cool about these NHL events, too, is they usually have these sort of fan fests where fans can participate and do some different things, and maybe some players make appearances on of those. I, I, I've heard of Shea Theodore is going to be around this time, actually, right now, 5 o'clock as we're recording this, that he was going to help do some uh, play some air hockey with, with some people, and so that's kind of cool. And, yeah, and then the game's at noon tomorrow, and, That'll go on, and uh, there's going to be some musical acts for that. We don't really have time to dig into that like we were going to do, but uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot is one of those. There'll be a lot, of course, a Seattle vibe to it. Um, the state, the setup is cool. The, the the stage where a lot of these these acts are going to be, it's like a the the, the sh- it's like a shipwreck with the crack and kind of taking the uh, putting the ship down and stuff. So that that is cool, and and uh, yeah, it's going to be on TNT. So the, they're here and doing the game. So it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's going to be fun to be here in person to to witness it. Tune in tomorrow. Tune in to us after the game for another special podcast. We're anticipating very much at 4 p.m. Pacific time again tomorrow. Uh, when everything is wrapped up, we'll have sound. We'll have highlights. We'll have uh, all of the things that you would want to hear following the 2024 Winter Classic. Stephen, take it away, and uh, we'll say goodnight. This has been the Pro Hockey West Report brought to you by Jets Pizza with over 400 locations in 21 states. Find the location near you at jetspizza.com. Uh, Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Become a Caesars Rewards member and get the most out of every stay at Caesars Resort. Buy Toyota. Support the dealers that support hockey in your community for your next car. Desert Toyota in Tucson. Peterson Toyota in Fort Collins. Toyota of the Desert in Cathedral City, California. And Finley Toyota in Las Vegas. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Cater your next party or office lunch with the best of Las Vegas barbecue at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. T-Mobile, get a new iPhone 14 on us. Go to T-Mobile.com to find out how. FedEx, the official delivery company at IcetimeHockeyWest.com. The Pro Hockey West Report and all of the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app and is available at all of your favorite podcast platforms. Search ITHSW Podcast, all one word. Subscribe, rate, and review the shows. Help others find us. The Pro Hockey West Report is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. We will say a uh, have a very safe and uh, festive New Year's Eve. Join us again tomorrow for the wrap-up of the 2024 Winter Classic live from Seattle. We'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. De Niro, goodnight, everybody. Take care, everyone.